Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. We want to step things up. I'm here for the people who are committed to improving how they sound. Something that I want to say today is that if you're committed to improving your English, then something that I would like you to do is to start thinking a little bit about traveling. I'd like you to just daydream a little. You don't even you don't have to go look at flights. I know it's not a convenient time to look at flights. Just daydream a little. Just imagine where you could go someday and the things that you could see, the people that you could meet, the foods you could eat. Because you see traveling is essential when you want to learn a language. Language comes with a lot more than what you find in the books. Okay, you can find the structures of the language there. It's like the pieces of a bicycle kind of, you know? You can get all the structure in the books. You got the frame, you got your tires, you got your spokes. It's all coming together. But you got to ride the bicycle. You can't just look at it. You got to hop on and ride. Well, when you are in another culture, when you travel to that country, you're riding the bicycle. You know, right now you're just polishing it. That's what we're doing when we're uh, practicing right now and nothing wrong with that. You want to keep your your English bicycle, we'll call it, your language cycle. Keep that language cycle polished. Keep it, uh, you know, you don't want it rusty. You, you want it flowing nicely. But you got to ride it, right? So, I want to tell a little story quickly about my own life experience. And when I turned down an opportunity, it was handed to me on a silver platter to travel. Handed to me on a silver platter. Real quick, that is an idiomatic expression to say that it was presented to me in a way that is very difficult to refuse. You see, I was studying French at the time, and the Canadian government wants to promote bilingualism in Canada, in my country. So, I study French or I studied French in school, and I had a fantastic opportunity. I could go to some city somewhere in Quebec for five weeks of the summer in which I would have lived with a fully French family. I would have worked as a translator in a museum or, you know, some kind of public place, but I would have been a translator for people. And uh, my, I would have been paid would have been a summer job for five weeks going off to you know Montreal Quebec City wherever some touristic place that is pretty cool I was seriously considering taking that opportunity to travel because hey it's a whole other kind of Canada when you go to French Canada it's a different type of Canada there's a difference between the French Canada and the English Canada French Canada has Honestly, I think it's a little more fun in the culture, a little more, little more spark, a little more life. 
Anyway, so I was ecstatic about this opportunity. I could travel, and all I had to do was pay my own way there. So pay to take a train, you know, up to Quebec. Not a big deal. I must have been 16 at the time, and, uh, well, I had a heart for adventure. I wanted to get out and see some things. Well, I called my girlfriend on the phone at the time, my high school girlfriend, and I told her about this, and she said, no. No way are you doing that. Because she was afraid I was going to go meet some cute French girl. Rather... Selfish reason to uh, make me turn that down because, hey, I'm a loyal kind of guy. I don't mess around. My point is, I turned down that opportunity and I've regretted it ever since. Had I gone, my French would probably be pretty good by now. I, it would have really motivated me to keep practicing, to take French seriously. And uh, I can guarantee when I came out of high school... I would have been all on my French. I didn't take that opportunity, and my French suffered. I kept on studying it. I kept on building the bicycle, you know, getting better handlebars or making it go faster. But I never took the opportunity to ride it. And as soon as I stepped out into the real world and I met some real French-speaking people, I couldn't, I couldn't impress them with my French. And when I tried, I didn't feel confident, and then it, I never used it. Now, I don't speak a lot of French at all. However, at the age of 19, I decided to come down to Mexico. I didn't know a thing about Spanish, maybe a few naughty words that some friends had taught me, but nothing that I could really use to... Uh, get by here. But I just walked up to folk and I said, ¿Cómo se dice eso? ¿Cómo se dice esto? And that is how you say, how do you say? And through doing this, people gave me answers. And I kept growing in my vocabulary, growing and growing. Now here's the thing, I never took any Spanish classes. But I learned to speak the way that my friends around me would speak. The same way that I learned to speak English, the same way that my parents or my influences around me would also speak English. So through these influences on my language, I've developed some pretty good skills because I took the opportunity to get out there and travel. Now in six weeks, my Spanish was passable for basic conversation. Not enough to, you know, make any friends, but enough that I could sound okay, kind of. I returned again when I was 20 years old for six months. In that amount of time, I was into some basic conversation. I was making friends who I didn't speak a word to them in English. I couldn't speak any English to them. They didn't speak English. It was all Spanish. Still didn't take any classes. I just kept asking. I kept, you know, building the bicycle and riding as I'd go along. Over time, eventually I moved in uh, with my, when my fiance and I were planning our wedding and everything, I moved in with her and her family. 
I hardly spoke any English in the house. Now she's my wife, but at the, t- at the time, my fiance. I didn't speak much English. I'd speak English with her, but with her mother, kind of Spanglish. With her father, 100% Spanish. And I don't even understand much of what he says. The point is, my Spanish really got a boost in that year of living there. Since then, I haven't been able to practice quite as much. And I mean, hey, I'm teaching English online most days. I'm not speaking a lot of Spanish in the home. But using it is the only way to improve it. And that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to use it. So what I want you to do, if you want to see your English get better, we got to ride that bicycle. You got to take it for a spin. So, I mean, like I said, not a convenient time to start planning a trip, but it's nice to daydream, isn't it? You can just think about it. Just imagine, imagine taking a road trip from one side of the United States to the other side. I've taken a similar one once. I went once from Toronto. I took a bus from Toronto down to Mexico. Did that one when I was 19. So I went from north to south and man, oh man, that was a trip. That was quite, quite the adventure. But if you were to take buses or rent a car to do whatever you want to do and just go from one side of the United States, maybe from the East Coast, all the way to the West Coast, and then down south to the border of Mexico and San Diego, all the way over to the other side in Florida or wherever you want to go. There are so many incredible things that you can see out there. You've just got to just daydream a little. Just have a little bit of fun with it. And on these trips, you want to take notes of everything that you're learning. This way you can make sure that you are picking these things up and, you know, you're adding on to that bicycle. You're adding on to the road now. Now you got a bicycle and you got a map. And, you know, now you know how to ride the bicycle around the neighborhood, so to speak, with these uh, things that you learn on your trip. But you got to push yourself. I remember a friend of mine, she's from Venezuela. Her parents are Venezuelan. And when they come, her mom would speak a little bit of English. Her mom knows a little English, but she's just not confident in it. And so any time that there was a situation where her mom needed to use English, she would shy away from it. She'd say, no, no, not me. You know, let my, speak to my daughter. My daughter knows English. But the fact is, if she forced herself to use that bit of English that she does know, well, then she would have been a little better off for it. Even if it took 20 minutes just to get the keys to your hotel room. Take that 20 minutes because it's worth your time to improve your language skills. So take a language vacation in America, in Canada, Ireland, Scotland. I'll tell you about a trip that I want to do. A trip that I want to do one day. I want to go from Alaska down to the bottom of Argentina. 
Couple of friends of mine took that very trip a few years ago on bicycles. Could have gone with them. You know what I did instead? Well, I met a nice girl here in Mexico. That's what I did. But the fact is, I could have gone with them. And I will do it sometime, but maybe just not on a bicycle. Although that would be something, wouldn't it? Bicycle. So they had quite the adventure. They went and uh, they trusted in themselves. And I think that they made it all the way down to Baja, California. Which is like the northern part of Mexico. But they went all this way on bicycles. You could imagine these people, well, they really got to and know the world around them, but they really got to practice their languages. I mean, one of these people, they spoke German as a first language, another, their first language is Spanish. But the whole time they were working with English speakers, they had to speak English, right? So their English now is fantastic. It's off the charts when they're speaking because they traveled all over speaking to people. Now, I mean, not everybody has the time to get a bicycle and commit a year or two to uh, cycling around America. It's 2021. Get a car. Rent a car. If you want to save the time, get a car. You don't have to take an archaic method. But you can really get to know places, get to know people, see things. Just walk up to people, ask some questions. If you have a smile on your face, people will be receiving of you. You know, when you're smiling, people will say, okay, this guy's not so bad. I'll let him talk English with me. And they will be patient. Some people may not be so patient. But you know how it is. When you're smiling, people will smile back. Give it a shot. Travel to America. Travel around the world, around England, around Ireland. Around Europe, all over Europe, English is necessary. At the very least, it's a common language to communicate with. So it doesn't hurt. Again, that's another trip I've daydreamt about. Going through Europe. Maybe someday. Well, at the moment I'm here in Mexico and I gotta say I am rather pleased with my situation. I mean, I've been here for a few years. And when you get to really know a culture, you get to really know the language and you have a whole other perspective on the world, especially when you return back to your own country. Well, you have what they recall reverse culture shock. And that is it's kind of tough to deal with. But, you know, it's a part of life. Today we just, I just got, a, that was just, you know, a couple little stories, a little chat about uh, what you ought to be doing to enhance your English. You see, I had an interview planned with my buddy, and we will do this interview. Uh, it's just, it's going to be out Tuesday. Got pushed back a little bit because uh, you know how life gets in the way. But uh, Tuesday, interview day, coming up. It's going to be a doozy. It is going to be a real good one. I've got uh, lots of... He's got some stories of his own personal experience on, you know, people trying to rip him off. People trying to get money out of him. 
one way or another. And uh, he wants to share that with people because he doesn't want, you know, other people having similar experiences. He wants to educate, much like myself. And I like to associate myself with other educators. So keep on listening and there will be many more good things to come. Today, today just, uh, you know, a little bit of motivation. A little motivation to uh, pick you up. And I hope that you enjoyed this story today. You know, I don't always give lessons. Sometimes I just want to chat. Sometimes I just want to let you know that you can do absolutely incredible things. Like, we're human beings. We accomplish so many things. We withstand so many things. And we can fill our brain with a lot of information. And so I know that you as another human being are totally capable of getting out there, seeing the world, and learning every step of the way. Enjoy your evening or your day or your drive, your breakfast, your dinner. Enjoy yourself. Have a smile on. People will smile back at you. And uh, start daydreaming about that trip you want to take. You've been thinking about it for years. you know. And if you're already living in America, that's great. If you're already living in America, fantastic. I know I have many listeners who are already in the United States of America. And I want to say, go see another part of America. Like, you know, when you have American friends, something real cool about American friends is they'll have family all over this massive country. You'll have a friend and they're like, you know, you're living in New York City and your friend has a southern accent. And they say, oh, yeah, I have family down in Alabama and my brother lives in Los Angeles and my sister lives in Florida and they've got people all over the place and this guy's in New York and they all get together for Christmas or you know whatever but this is the mentality that we have is you know we want to get out there and you should try the same get out there take your car take your truck whatever you want to do and take a little road trip Go see some stuff, take some pictures, meet some folk. Go to Mardi Gras. There's a big wide world out there and you're missing it if you're not out looking around. Anyway, as I've said, have a wonderful day. Enjoy yourself. And uh, you'll be hearing much more from me next week. Have a good one.